Welcome to the Sports Take, your hot taker sports. Today we will be talking about the NBA Finals, the European Championship Finals, and the upcoming Tokyo Olympics. Now, as people know, the Suns have taken a 2-0 series lead over the Milwaukee Bucks, and Bucks fans are very happy that Giannis is back after his hyperextended knee suffered in Game 4 of the Hawks-Bucks series in the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, people have said that he can't just win the Finals all by himself because his team isn't really doing much to help him. He's performing really well. In Game 2, he had 40 points and 10 rebounds. And that was that's just one of the highest stats for a finals game for just a single person. So he, his team needs to step it up. And I feel like he, he's playing really well considering he seems, considering he was really hurt after that injury. He had a high breakdown on the left knee. And he seemed to be in a lot of pain when he was going outfield, but he went out to field by himself. So that gave Bucks fans a hope for winning that series. Now, there was this play that went viral, and it was just before the um, first half ended. There was 11-pass viral play that went viral for some reason, but the Suns just passed it around. It got blocked, and then they would just get it back and keep passing it, and eventually it ended up to a slam dunk, and the Suns fans went absolutely crazy once that happened so that was great play by them and after that they took a double digit lead into the second half and it was just amazing now the suns are the first team ever to have a 10 year playoff drought and then make the finals the next year after and this is Chris Paul's first year with the Suns, and he already made it to the finals. This is his 17th game of the league, first time he made it to the finals. He's 36. It's the first time he made it to the finals, and he's now in a 2 nothing series lead, which is probably amazing for him. And he started 120 playoff games without ever making it to the finals, the longest in NBA history which I think is crazy, and he definitely deserves to win. And he, uh, Chris Paul, said that he, he signed with the Suns specifically because of Devin Booker. Well, not specifically, but because of Devin Booker, and now look at them, they are a very good duo and are doing very well in the finals. Now, I want to talk about the European Championship. Because I think that it's kind of put a divide across the sports world. So, the Danish free kick by Mikhail Damsgaard. That was beautiful. Like, some people say that shouldn't count it, but that was a well-armed free kick. And it was beautiful. Like, just how it lifted over the wall and scored. Like, that was the first goal that England conceded. In the whole tournament. First goal that Jordan Pickford 
had conceded in the tournament. And that was just crazy considering they've gone against pretty high-quality teams. Now, every time I see a German referee uh, in a tournament or like just like in an international soccer competition, I kind of get scared because every time in the Euro they have a German referee, I feel like they are always terrible. Because that PK that was given in the 102nd minute of the game shouldn't have been given. Not at all. Because it looked like there was no contact. Like, it was such a soft penalty kick for, like, no reason. And it was still terrible PK. Like, they shouldn't have won that game. Like, it was terrible PK from Harry Kane, but I think it's all decided thing that he did everything to work for that, even though, no, the PK shouldn't be given. It was a terrible PK by him. He just got really lucky with the bounce right back to him, which he could finish it. So, in reality, I feel like they should have gone to PKs or Denmark should have won that. Now, there have been there has been a petition going around demanding that England versus Denmark is replayed and it's exceeded 25,000 signatures. Now, at the time I'm recording this, there's two, there are two days left until the European Championship Finals. And that means they ought to play it tomorrow. And that would be impossible, or they can just move everything back. But it might happen, might not. We don't know. But I really think that England has has the biggest advantage of this tournament, considering six out of seven of their matches will be played at Wembley, which is their home stadium in London, England. The only match that was not played there was them going to Ukraine in the quarterfinals, and that was played in Rome. So... All five of their pre- all five of their previous games, um, all four out of five of their previous games have been played at Rome, and then now the same bottom and bottom are we playing in Wembley. Wait, never mind. So all their games have been playing at Wembley except the quarterfinals. So that means all through group stage, the round of sixteen, the semifinals, and the finals are all being played at Wembley Stadium, which is in London, England, their home stadium. So they have such a big advantage. No other team has had this advantage. So it's definitely fitted for them, which I think is so unfair to all the other teams. But Italy have had a perfect year. Haven't lost a single game, nor did they lose a single game in European qualifying. That that means, right now they're on a 34-game unbeaten streak. And 17 of those games, I mean 16, are in the Euro. And if they win the finals, I mean, dogs, they would have a perfect Euro. Won all 10 of their qualifying and would have won all seven of their Euro games, which I think is crazy. Now, the upcoming Olympics, obviously, are, like, the biggest sporting event in the world. So, it's a lot of it is about, like, track and field is some of the biggest sport in, like, the world. And it's one of those more individual sports, but there's also some other stuff. So, Shakiri Richardson, a U.S. sprinter, has tested positive for marijuana. And so, she got a 30-day international penalty, which means that she cannot compete in any international competition for 30 days, which is too late for the 
100-meter Olympics. But she still had a chance to make the 4x100-meter relay for the Olympics, but they decided not to have her because of marijuana, and they wanted to keep, like, everything, like, fine. I forgot what they said, but it was about keeping something straight. And then, if you guys watch the Olympic trials, which are on NBC and NBCSN, and there's across the NBC networks, which is also what the Olympics are going to be on, Ryan Krauser got a new world record for the shot put, and he, like, is the world champion. He's, he was a world champion in 2019, and now he just got a world record in the shot put, like, a few weeks ago. And it demo- it was a lo- one of the longest standing world records in the world, which we're about to talk about the longest standing world record soon. But he demolished it by, like, six inches, which is really far in shot put. Now, the next world record we're talking about is Carson Warholm. So he got a world record in the 400-meter hurdles in the Diamond League Oslo Norway meet. And he and that was, it was the longest standing world record ever. And he beat it by six one hundredths of a second. The world record was 46.76. He got a 46 46.76, and he, he got a 46.70. He beat it by six one-hundredths of a second. And no one was even close to catching up to him. And as most people know, the Olympics will not be held without spectators. And there's a nut, and we'll talk about one more world record. Someone wanted to break the world record of attending the most Olympic events ever. And they did not... They are not able to do this here. And they spent $40,000 on getting tickets and everything that they needed to get it, to break the world record. And now it, that dream is crushed because of the no spectator rule that the International Olympic Committee has now put upon the 2020 Tokyo Summer Olympics. Thank you guys for tuning in to the first episode of Sports Take Your Hot Take for Sports. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode soon.